A farmer's time is valuable. That's why Blaine's Farm and Fleet has made shopping for your must-haves quick and easy. Simply order online at farmandfleet.com and pick up your items in just one hour in their convenient drive-thru. Or try Farm and Fleet's same-day local delivery option. With such a wild spring here in Wisconsin, between 90-degree weather and frost advisories, many may wonder how the state's apple production may be affected. After a small apple crop in Wisconsin last year, apple producers are hopeful for a large crop this year that people across the state can enjoy. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund. I spoke with Steve Lewis of Oakwood Fruit Farm in Richland Center, and he shares how their apple crop has responded to the weather we've seen this spring. So the, the cold the other night, we, uh, we escaped without any issues. Um, Mostly because we're we're uh, planted, we're on top of a hill, so that helps us. You know, the, the cold air is in the valley, so that that's good. That's kind of planning. Um, and I haven't talked to any other growers that uh, in the northern part of the state to know if they got it. But it was kind of at a critical time. Um, if they would have gotten down below about 28, there would have been uh, some damage to some uh, either just newly formed apples or the some of them are still in the blossom stage. Yeah, we would certainly hope that most people were able to dodge that as you were. And, you know, with this growing season, do you see any certain pests or diseases making an appearance this year? Um, no, it's pretty early in the season. Um, as far as diseases, the main thing that we're worried about is, is in the early season is scab, which is a fungus. And everybody knows, you know, the mushrooms kind of start to come out in, in the spring of the season. And so that's, you know, that's our main concern. But its pressure is... Not not much different than normal, but that the the kind of long drawn out spring and then that really abrupt warm uh, spell we had there a couple of weeks ago really uh, condensed everything. We we went through our bloom in in about a three or four day time period, and last year that was about a three week period. So I really uh, made things fast and furious and and uh, condensed things and and made for for some frantic days there. So with this bloom period being so drastically shortened, how do you see that affecting production this year? You know, how is that really going to make a change? Um, we, we don't quite know yet. We're probably about uh, a week to 10 days away from being able to really tell what our true crop is and, and what's set. Some of the concern is going through the, uh, uh, the uh, bloom so quickly is... is uh, were the bees able to get, um, you know, all the apples uh, we needed pollinated, and, and the pollen isn't viable for as long when it's that warm. Um, you know, we had three days in a row where we were hitting uh, 92 to 95, uh, and it's, that's, that's pretty tough on them. Uh, but we, we did, and I think most of Wisconsin had a, a huge bloom. We had such a small crop last year. Um, the trees came back with a very, very big bloom, so... Overall, it looks like we're probably in good shape and set up to have really nice crops this year. Well, that's certainly great to hear that you're expecting to have a nice number this year. Um, so sort of pivoting a little bit, what are some of the apple varieties that you offer at your orchard? Uh, yeah, so we've got about 25 different varieties. Uh, kind of the mainstays are the, the, you know, the more popular varieties, Honeycrisp, uh, Gala, Fuji, Macintosh. Um, you know, and then there's some new varieties coming along that... Uh, People are, are really starting to uh, to ask for uh, some Crimson Crisp and some Ever Crisp and and uh, Rave, which is a new early season apple. So there's there's uh, some exciting uh, new varieties coming along. Yeah, it really sounds like there's something for everyone. And with that, you know, what kind of opportunities do you have for customers? Do you have sort of like a pick your own orchard, or do you have a market there? How does that work for you? Yep, we don't have pick your own apples. We have pick your own grapes. Uh, and then we have a market here and a bakery and a, and a really, really nice 
uh, retail uh, where we have uh, lots of jams and jellies and soups and things. We try and really focus on Wisconsin local varieties, cheeses and and uh, some sausages and things like that. So we really try and promote the the, the uh, made in Wisconsin. Made in Wisconsin and like local products, those have really uh, sort of jumped out during the COVID pandemic. Have you seen an increase in numbers of people that are coming into the store and wanting to purchase those local products? Yeah, you know, we've seen that for years, you know, kind of being being a local, uh, you know, uh, family store. I think we get people that are general customers are just more interested in, in buying something local and traveling around and learning about where their product is made. But uh, just in general, the the business has been way up during during COVID. Um, you know, it, it's I think it's kind of a an outdoor away from uh, the city type of activity people started doing in the, in the last two years. Um, our business and I think most of the business for girls around the state to have markets has been way up. Well, that's certainly great to hear. It's awesome to hear that people are wanting to get out and support Wisconsin farmers and these Wisconsin products. Also, with the COVID theme, have you seen a difficulty in getting supplies for customers and to get that stuff out to them? Uh, yeah, you know, we, we were kind of expecting it last year um, and didn't see it as much, but we had heard from uh, some of our suppliers, you know, way back last fall that things were going to be uh, much more difficult to get. So we, we started gearing up, you know, uh, right as soon as last season got over and so spent a lot of the early winter months uh, trying to, to uh, put together orders and gather things up. So um, so far we, we've been able to get by, but a lot of things are, um, you know, if we would have to reorder or do things like that, uh, they're, they're either uh, long, long wait times or, or non-existent on some of these products. So if you were to find yourself in that situation where you're not able to get your hands on these products, how would you combat that? How would you get what you need for your customers? Um, you know, on, on some of the uh, you know, some of the products we sell in our store, and those, it's just just a matter of you know there's going to be blank spaces on the shelves because you know if if they can't get it, uh, you know, to supply us, there's, there's really uh, no place to turn. On you know, on some of our other inputs for our crops, um, we've had to maybe you know look at at different uh, options or um, you know just change the way we do things to to be able to to substitute a different. Uh, different uh, chemical or fertilizer or something like that. Um, and so it, it's just kind of made us think outside the box on some of those things on, on how we're doing things. Yeah, I can certainly believe it would make you sort of change up what you're doing. And now if you have changes that are sort of visible in the store, what kind of response have you seen from customers with those changes or with uh, possible empty shelves? You know, I think last year we had a really shortened season last year. So um, we had things that, you know, it were h- harder to get as the season went on, and, and we just kind of let things sell out. And, and it was kind of early in, in that supply chain issues, and some of the customers were, um, you know, upset or not expecting that. And then as the season went on, you know, I think people got more uh, accepting of that, and, and, you know, there's not much we can do. Um, and, uh, you know, I think as this year's gone on, you know, it's kind of getting to be, a, unfortunately, a part of everyday life. And so... Um, you either go without those things or you try and find a suitable substitute. That was Steve Lewis of Oakwood Fruit Farm in Richland Center sharing his projections for this year's apple crop and what customers should expect when visiting their local apple orchards. It sounds like a large apple crop could be coming up this fall, and as Steve mentioned, it's always great to get out and support your Wisconsin apple farmers. For the Midwest Farm Report, I'm Allison Lund.